the week five contest bombs and Thursday night football edition of the bottom line bombs on the sports game podcast network is brought to you by game time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase. Save $20. Download the game time app. Use promo code SGPN. Also brought to you by underdog fantasy. They just added pick them scorchers. We can win a hundred times. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 on one game. Plus every Sunday they're giving away hundred K use promo code SGPN underdog fantasy for hundred percent deposit bonus up to $500. And finally we're brought to you by hall of fame back to sports betting research platform that parlays player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app. Visit HOFBets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And now we do theme songs because that's what comes after ad reads, pre-rolls, and that's how this show goes. Yes, welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I'm your host, CJ Sullivan, the man in the box. Yeah, all right. Now we are cooking. I'm just looking at the I'm looking at myself and the videos and everything going on. Uh, it's Thursday, October 5th, 2023. This is NFL Week 5. It's already Week 5, coming into October. Going to give out some contest bombs today. Five picks for the weekend. And, of course, a survivor pick as we are still going. A little bit in there, kind of, sort of. Um, but welcome. who are Especially people that are part of the C Block that are watching live. I just did the college show with Picks Dundee. And now we do. We parlay that over. And I will give you, uh, like I said, five picks. And I'll talk about Thursday Night Football. I'll do that up top for the live listeners. I love all the podcast listeners, but I love the live listeners even a little bit more because they're part of the show. They're part of the heartbeat of it. They put comments in there that distract me, and then my stream of consciousness goes all over the place. It's a good thing, though. I love it. Everyone love watching here on YouTube right now. Come on in, and I'll give you guys a Thursday night bomb. So we're doing okay. See, that's been the format. Every Monday and Thursday live on the C-Block, the bottom line bombs, the man in the box, uh, one thirty, one forty-five. Today we started at two o'clock because college ran a little late. Dundee's daddy, Dundee. He's got a pregnant wife home, so he's got to rush her around to doctors and stuff like that. Um, so we started a little late. I just threw her under the bus. I don't know if that's why we were late. He just could, he he just could have been flat out late, you know. But if I were him, that's what I would do. I would blame the pregnant wife for everything. You can't say anything against that. Pregnant wife, what can I do? All right, you're right. Take care of that. Anyway, um, yeah. So we'll talk about the Thursday night football. We hit, uh, we hit, we gave out. So we give out the Monday night. We give out the Monday and Thursday. So we give out the primetime games up top for the live listeners, and then because it's time sensitive, we do the rest of the show right afterwards. So I got. So I'll do that real quickly, right after I talk about just whatever the hell I'm talking about. We hit Seattle on Monday night. That was good for the contest. We needed it just to go two and three. My God. Although we are 11, eight and one on the year in the contest bombs. Um, we did not hit Darren Waller because uh, no one hit Darren Waller. And then the Giants refused to give Darren Waller the ball. That's why they paid him all that money. It's pretty smart of the Giants. Um, 
Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. It is October 5th. Yesterday, thank you, everyone, especially here at SGPN, who wished uh, the man in a box a happy birthday. 10-4 is my birthday. Today's 10-5, so it was yesterday. Not a bad day. Oh, 10-4, over and out. Roger that. Lieber, early O. I got that early O energy. A lot of good birthdays that first week of October. October is just a birthday month in general. What was going on nine months ago, huh? A lot of late 70s and early 80s, late end of January fucking by your parents. A lot of Super Bowl celebrations, you know? Maybe Charlie had a winning Steeler ticket from the Steel Curtain and celebrated. And here I, and here and out came the man in the box. Anyway, we're getting out of hand. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was a good birthday. I'll talk birthday. I'll talk birthdays later at the man in the box. Oh, I got a couple man in the box things I want to get to, so I might as well get underway. Um, yesterday I did golf at Rancho Park, second busiest course in the uh, country. Solo session. And then we had uh, dinner at Lowry's. Lowry's Prime Rib in Beverly Hills. Great steakhouse. They have the beef bowl there every year. I saw plaques for that. Before the Rose Bowl, they have both football teams in there, and they, they comp have a competition on how much beef they can eat. And they, but they put up some big numbers. Put up some big prime numbers. Um, I have to say thank you. It came late. I, I did a great switch of birth uh, a while ago where I took my birthday off Facebook, and that was a game changer. Thank you, JC from KC, who comes in here and says happy birthday. No need for that. This is my point of the story. I took off, I took the birth date off of Facebook just, or you can hide it, just because that's how the only time people know birthdays anymore. It's Facebook. Facebook tells you, you know, we don't need to know these people's birthdays. That's that's a problem also with Facebook. I don't need to know all these people's birthdays. And then your wall becomes just ridiculous. Now, I know I'm a, I'm a, I sound like a boomer just even talking about Facebook. I know the kids don't even know to go on Facebook. But then you get flooded with the birthdays, and that gets annoying. But then someone now and now on Instagram, someone someone people like to throw a picture of you, and in their story and give it a happy birthday, so they get credit for it for their funniest picture of you. Then you share it to your story, and then 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 it's, then it's all then they're off. Then you get the birthday wishes. You gotta do the online birthday wishes, and it is what it is. It's for other people. I've always said that. I believe birthdays. Uh, um, it's not for you. It's for other people. Matter of fact, you should celebrate your birthday by giving gifts to your friends and family or whatever instead of them getting you stuff. That way, you only have to remember one birthday a year, yours. Other people would actually be legitimately excited for it, not just their fake, hey, I hope you have a good one. No one really cares. But they would care if they knew they were getting a gift from you, you know? Make it about, make it really about you by giving it away. Anyway, I did not do that because society doesn't do that. So I wasn't going to waste money on gifts. I'm not going to trend set for crying loud. I'm just going to say things anyway, <laughs> but it is good. Good to get the well wishes as they say. And I always say it every year, your birthday is when you find out who your true dentists are. You get a lot of text messages and emails from dentists and other companies, but your true dentists stand out. So shout out to Dentist Vic. All my texts are just yearly, yearly. They love to 
What's with Dennis and their birthdays? Anyway, we don't have time for that. Uh, but thank you, everybody. Let's get let's move on. Let's get on to the Thursday night show prime time. Like I said, it's prime time football. We got a terrible game tonight with <laughs> with Commander Bears, Bears Commanders, Washington and Chicago. Chicago will be in the national spotlight. They are the worst. Are they the worst team in football? The Giants are not giving them a run for their money. But yeah, their Bears are awful. It is just a disaster. There. The line is six and 44 and a half. Taking Washington is not the worst thing. It's a Thursday night game. Washington just had a tough game in Philly. They lost in overtime. Problem with Ron Rivera is such an idiot. It's hard to back him. But Matt Eberfuss, if they say if he loses tonight, and they have lost 15 straight games, so it's a likely possibility the Bears will lose again, that he might get fired. The problem is you can't fire him because everyone else already quit. So he's like the defensive coordinator. He's the head coach. He's the only one with the keys. You fire him, it'll be lawless. It already is lawless. People are stealing their equipment. Oh, they're hilarious. The Bears are hilarious. They have the worst defense in football. They have the whole entire secondary is out. I was, they should have won. I mean, last week they actually played good for a little bit. And then they blow a 20 to 7 lead. Justin Fields doing Justin Fields things. I was in Chicago for the game. I wasn't at the game. I was at the sports corner across the street from the new DraftKings. And uh watching other games. And then these Bears fans came in afterwards and like uh, they said, they're like, hey, go Bears. So another group of Bears fans. And they're like, what are you talking about? We lost. And then here the girl go, we did? What the fuck? I w- we were just at the game. Wait, what happened? And then you can see the boyfriend was there like, with that look like, motherfucker. See, this is why you don't leave the game. Nothing's a lock with these Bears. Never once did they ask, how did it happen? Or did they, or even like, uh, they didn't believe it because a lot of people were like, you're lying. Now, now it's believable. Oh, yeah, they lost. Of course they lost. 28-7, Justin Fields was quarterbacking. Yeah, okay, I can see them losing that. Anyway, point being, we're not going to take a side, though. I don't, if you were, I'd probably play Washington. But I can see the Bears putting a spirited effort in there. Thursday night games are just weird. I don't like things in the sides. This looks like an easy overplay at 44 and a half, but I'm going to break it. Just in case the Bears are a complete disaster tonight, which is very like, very possible, I should say. I think the best play in the bomb I'll give out for Thursday night is the Washington Commanders team total over 25 and a half. We're going to bomb that. The Bears have like the 31st worst ranked rush defense and like 30th ranked worst pass defense. It's amazing. So I think Washington scores over 25 and a half. And if you want to give a prop, we lost to Darren Waller prop, but I'm going to give out Curtis Samuel over two and a half receptions. Bomb that. So those are two solid plays. Washington team total of 25 and a half. Curtis Samuel, who's been doing, producing every week. So I'll get that. Two, uh, two straight bombs. Bears Commander. Commander Bear. That sounds like a good name for a show, like an old spy show. Commander Bear. Speaking of Commander, that was my man in the box segment last show about Joe Biden's dog, Commander with his 11th bite of a secret service agent. Apparently he's bitten a lot more than they've swept under the rug, like Joe Biden's laptop, which is so funny. I did a man in a box video segment about that. And I got like a lot of 
Trumpers and like people that are like, yeah, fuck Biden. Like, Jesus, I was just making a joke about dog owners. But all right, whatever. Hey, whatever, whatever brings in Republicans sell sneakers or buy sneakers or listen to sports gambling podcast comedy shows too. Or do they? Who knows? Anyway, um, <laughs> but old commander. Oh, Commander, we thought he'd learn a new trick, but apparently not. He bit about 20 Secret Service guys. Oh, Commander. (laughs) When will you learn? Anyway, thank you for joining us. I see a lot of people coming in to chat in the live room here in the YouTubes. Um, We have a good show for you today. I gave you out the Thursday Night Bomb. I'm going to take a quick break, and and then we'll get into our contest picks. I'll give you five bottom line bombs and a survivor pick and a man in a box. A lot lot to get to, but first, let's tell you about game time. Game time is the app about buying tickets. Browse through the game time app. Talk about... (laughs) I keep reading the Ron Burgundy style. It's a place for last-minute ticket deals, you know. You're not supposed to be a stressful time. You're supposed to get your tickets. Let's say you wanted to get a ticket to see me, CJ Sullivan, at the Hollywood Improv this Saturday, which I will be at at 8.30 in the lab, side room. It's still, it's still the Hollywood Improv. Uh, doing comedy, you know. What, are you going to go up to the street and get some hustler on the corner there selling secondhand co- stand-up comedy tickets? Next thing you know, you got a... Uh, they promise you Matt Rife, and you got this guy, the man in the box. Just as sexy, if you ask me. Um, but at a significant discount. <laughs> but you pull up the game time app. You can scroll through the tickets and the fees. That's where they get you with the fees with these goddamn tickets. But they, t- they put it all in there in one. And the, and the closer it comes to kickoff, the prices go down. So it's more right. Let's say you want to go to UCLA, Washington State here, the Rose Bowl at noon. Walk right in. Walk. Probably don't even need a ticket for that. You can just walk in with a bag of ice. And they're like, come on through. You're good. He must be here for VIP. They paper you out there. Got traffic anyway. But if you want to go, Game Time is the app. Use that for last place minute ticket apps. Use code SGPN and you get $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also about to buy Hall of Fame bets. You win bigger and better by betting smarter in this NFL season. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app for vi- or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. And we're back. Here on the bottom line, bombs. Let's get into it. You want to start researching some smarter bets? You join me. The uh, man in the box. And we're going to give out some bombs. That was just an early thing. I should have done a... uh, All right, let's get into the contest. Five games are, like I said, the record is 11, 8, and 1 on the year. Uh, starts a new quadrant is in October starts. Week 5, 6, 7, 8, I believe, is the second quadrant. We, 11, 8, and 1 was not good enough to get paid in the first quadrant. That's fine. We still got a long haul season. We're going to bomb away now. We're going to hit some. Uh, some good games this week. Let's start off with the uh, was supposed to be the most heated beef game before the season started, but then it kind of flattened out. 
Well, we got Denver and the Jets. And all line, point spreads we're using, we're using the Circa Contest lines, which they tweeted out today. So this is Jets at Denver. Denver minus two versus Jets. Pretty much a coin toss. A lot of Jets money came in early. Um, this is the old Sean Payton, Paul Hackett, Neil Hackett, Johnny Hackett, Johnny Wackett um, game where Sean Payton before the season in order to pump up Russell Wilson and like say like, yeah, you know, kind of the problem was kind of, you know, it wasn't him. He was just trying to, it was weird. He just talked shit on Hackett, who was a horrible coach. But Peyton's doing the exact same thing. He's like, yeah, hey, that was the worst coach in history. And Hackett's now the offensive coordinator for the Jets, who's only the offensive coordinator of the Jets because Aaron Rodgers is like buddies with him. You saw Norton Hard Knocks. His humor, his humor was uh, like, oh, people love him. He's hilarious. And they show how hilarious he is. He just shows clips of Austin Powers' gold member. Yeah, he's very funny. Anyway, I'm sure he's a good guy. But now you see this Jets offense without Aaron Rodgers. Everything's a disaster without him. But Zach Wilson finally had a good game last week versus Kansas City. And it was a good game. It was a normal quarterback game. But we act like he's fucking a make-a-wish kid. Don't say anything bad about Zach. Look how good Zach's doing, everybody. Everybody, clap it up for Zach. Now, the irony is he actually might have uh, a good game this week because Denver's defense is un. Believably terrible. We, I, it's it's incomprehensible. They let Justin Fields throw four touchdowns for, for crying out loud. What the hell's go, the hell's going on out there? Anyway, so Sean Payton talks shit about Hackett. So this is gonna be a big revenge game for Hackett. But like, what the best revenge, if or the best way that Denver could have. I'm gonna, it's like, yeah, we want Hackett to try to. Uh, there's a reason why I talk shit. We want him to be as bad as possible. We want him to do is try as hard as possible because the harder he tries, the more Hackett he is. With Zach Wilson, and I'm not saying it's Hackett's fault, so maybe the defense will be fired up for it. Either way, I'm so goddamn sick of these fucking Jets, Captain Insano. We said in the beginning. They're all the hype train. I get it. That's fine. With Aaron Rodgers and defense, that's great. Hard dogs. But then once Aaron Rodgers gets hurt, and now we have to deal with Zach Wilson drama. Why? Because they're scheduled for all these national TV games. Now, this is a national TV game, but this was hyped up as the hack of first pay. Nobody cares anymore. We don't care if either one of them lose. No, no one's better than the other. They both stink. Now you got Aaron Rodgers, and he does this weekly fucking Pat McAfee segment. And ESPN has, covers it like it's real news because it's just promotion for themselves. Aaron Rodgers says he's going to attack rehab and try to come back this year for the playoffs. Great. First of all, no, you're not. You're not coming back. You're damn near 40 and you blew your Achilles. I believe in a, in a manifestation and a positivity and all this. And then, he, and then he goes and talks. Then he makes an j- awful vaccine joke about Travis Kelsey. Go to fucking hell, Aaron Rodgers. I'm getting angry just talking about this. <laughs> Obviously, that's how the man of the box starts. Um, but we got to have these updates. You're not coming back for the playoffs. First of all, the Jets aren't making the playoffs. So there's no playoffs to come back for. Well, I'm getting real sports talky here. I'm just realizing that. I know, Captain Sano. Playoffs? I don't even do I have that sound by I wonder what they have here on the board. Um, 
one of the classic lines here. Um, <laughs> I do have dog. I do have college thing, and I have NFL. That's kind of weird. Oh, you think they would have the playoffs somebody, but they don't. It doesn't matter. Um, I kind of like Denver at home just because I'm sick of these goddamn Jets and this fucking. They have to talk about it. nobody cares. Nobody and Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers. I think he. This is his perfect position for him to be injured, so he can just make these comments and he does a speech before the game, and then it got leaked. Then he's upset that got leaked. Yeah, you're upset it got leaked. They leaked it. Who the fuck you think leaked it? The New York press. Oh, I hate the. I wish I didn't talk about that amazing speech I gave to rally the troops. And I talked to Zach. Yeah, I, I'm sure Zach has great conversations with you, Aaron. Really attacking rehab. Well, so, well, you know, he acts like he's just inventing the science. And then he makes a joke on Pat McAfee's show about Travis Kelsey and could they talk about Kelsey and Taylor Swift? He calls him Mr. Pfizer, and they're all dying laughing. It's so weird watching these dudes. I can't look, I get by the. I mean, I'm not. Whatever about Pat McAfee. Make your money, the whole thing. If you like the show, that's fine. I can't get by the visual of it, them standing up in those tank tops and there's like this McLaughlin group on steroids and AJ Hawk in his fucking throat. And he said, and, the, and what's the joke? Mr. Pfizer, like that's a joke to be to be <laughs> promoting vaccines and health. You really immunized them there, Rogers. Uh, the fact that Rogers thinks he's funny to these fucking 19 year old freshman dorm philosophy. Bullshit fucking conspiracy thing, and he gets endorsed by these meatheads, and there's meathead laughter. That was not funny at all. Don't even get me going with McAfee in Washington State. Anyway, point is, I'm getting sick of these goddamn. I'm I'm getting sick of these the, the, the hobble judge and why they have to talk about them. The ESPN talk. All right, so Denver's bad. Their defense is bad. This is a bad game. But I like Denver coming back at home. They did rally. Russell Wilson hasn't been that part of the problem. He's been actually good. The defense isn't good. All right, Zach Wilson, congratulations. You threw for 200 yards versus Kansas City, and you lost the game. But it was an effort. It was a valiant effort. And Rodgers promises us that it's a little different. They got a better attitude thanks to his speech. Thanks to his speech about... Manifestation and ayahuasca's. Yeah, they're not making the playoffs. Neither one of these teams is making the playoffs. Why am I screaming about this stuff? Anyway, our first bomb is gonna be Denver minus two. And we're gonna we're gonna attack this rehab. Whoops. <laughs> that was the wrong one. I was breaking news. Where's the bomb? Where's the bombenheimer? It did. It just made me. The whole thing is this comedians and person, whatever. Sports catchers including. But, but when Roger. Roger's doing jokes for his two man crew of AJ Hawk and Vagfield. Whoa, Mr. Pfizer, Travis Kelsey. Yeah, is that hilarious? He doesn't have a fucking Joe Rogan drug that can immunize his system. Oh, horse tranquilizer. Anyway, let's move on. Um, see, see how upset I'm getting? It's the bad comedy. I hate how people act have to act like Aaron Rodgers is funny. And it's that smart. He's just that fucking... Mm, that swarm. Anyway, let's move on. I got to move on. 
And we got to move on, C-generates, to London. Let's go to London Town. How do I not have a London theme song? I'll play this one anyway. That's very American. But America came from London or England. So it kind of makes sense. Early morning game, Jacksonville, Buffalo, line is five. Now, Buffalo is the hottest team in the uh, GD League right now. They are destroying teams. So why would we go against them? Because we're dumb. We're very dumb. Um, Just like Miami was the hottest team when they scored 70 points against uh, Denver. Then they went and got crushed by Buffalo. Now, Buffalo, who lost to Zach Wilson somehow, opening night. Now, they're on a roll. Like, okay, Buffalo's the best team in football again. Now, they have to go to Canada. Uh, Canada. <laughs> they're going to London to play Jacksonville. And Jacksonville's been sitting there for a week. Jacksonville just played in London. They played Atlanta last week in the Toy Story game. So they've been hanging out. They're there for two weeks. You ever go on vacation and then one guy or whatever, they're there early? I hate when you show up late to a vacation. You guys split a house or something, and they, they're hosting. They, all of a sudden, they know the entire country. They know Mexico, wherever your guy's going, because they were there for two days early on. They're, they're extremely comfortable. They know the owner of the shop. They go there, and they're showing you the ropes. Like, relax. You, you got in on a Wednesday, all right? You got off work. Good for you. You got it on a Wednesday. That's going to be Jacksonville. Hey, Buffalo, where you been? Oh, yeah, you don't want to go there. They got bad fish and chips. Did you know chips isn't actually chips yet or fries? Yeah, we learned that last week. Play in Atlanta. Early game. This is pretty funny. In Buffalo, they they had to change the laws, the drinking laws in New York. The governor of New York, just for Sunday, for Buffalo Bill fans, because they're going to get up and watch this game or travel over there. Who knows what they're going to do? No, in New York. So the governor changed it because it's Sunday. Bars can't open until 930 in the morning, which seems reasonable. They're changing it to 8 a.m. just for this game. And the governor's like, well, we might have some fans who want a few pints. <laughs> I love when they start talking. It's always weird when Americans, like, pick up the fucking British terms. You know Jacksonville's got a full-on British accent at this point. They're, they're going straight up Madonna in this. Hey, mates, want to do a few pints down there? They're wearing, they're wearing scarves. What the fuck are you doing, Trevor Lawrence? What? You don't normally wear your team scarf and have some pints and do chants? No, we don't. And we don't eat meat pudding either. Buffalo, what a drunk. Buffalo's pretty funny with drinking. Obviously, they're they're idiots. And they and I always talk about Buffalo, one of the great drinking cities in America, because they go after it, they smash your tables, they're hammered, they have to drink at 8 a.m. So they they change laws because of this kickoff. They're one of the smallest cities. We Sean Flannery points this out. Me and Sean Flannery do a drinking story comedy show podcast called The Blackout Diaries. Subscribe to that as well if you want. It's a pretty great podcast. But Buffalo is one of the smallest cities that has 4 a.m. bar licenses. Like, there's no reason for this town to be have 4 a.m. bars because it's a small city. But it's Buffalo and they just drink hard because it's fucking crazy. It's miserable up there. So they're going to be up early, and they're going to be the obnoxious 
fan base going over there and watching it. They are your obnoxious Americans puking all over Buckingham Palace and things like that. And Jacksonville is going to be the dignified ones because they're there. They're trying to move there. They're like, be cool, Buffalo. We're trying to move. We're trying to. We're trying. We're uh, we're doing community work here. We're trying to be part of society. We're trying to be our neighbors. They're fucking. They're Ted Lasso's. I never, I never finished the show Ted Lasso. I'm sure it's fine. It's weird. It's funny. I don't like how they leaned into the whole sentimentality and nice. And I don't want to get on Ted Lasso rant, but whatever. It's fine. Thanks, Sadikas. Anyway, um, point is, Jacksonville's been there for a week. There's Buffalo is destroying teams. Jacksonville doesn't look great, although they did beat Atlanta, but Atlanta looks as bad as well. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, so we're going to take the points. We're going to take the uh, the Madonnas with the accent, the f- with a fake British accent, and the mates, the team wearing scarves that acclimated themselves to society. Buffalo off a huge win versus Miami. They were really into that. They really wanted to destroy Miami, and they did. And now they have to fly over. They're changing drinking laws. There's nothing worse. We get the jet lag. Your hours are changing, and you're drinking uh, British beer, which is a lot stronger. Like your Beck's a lot stronger than your American beer. That's what Buffalo's going to get into. So we're going to take Jacksonville plus five. Bomb that. All right, real quick, let's do a third one. Speaking of which, Atlanta, who just came back from London, third gum, third bomb. <laughs> Captain Sanders says Buffalo will be looking for some English tables to jump through. Yeah, I know. And that's going to be hurt. Because they got strong wood over there. They don't have your beer pong plastic tables in America that they have up in Buffalo. Those tables in fucking England, those pint wood, that's like wood like from the 1300s. So it came from like Noah's Ark and shit. They got real wood. Real good wood over there. There's got to be a sound bite that says that. Good wood, right? Come on. Anyway. Um,. <laughs> there is uh, a lot of sexual innuendo things. Like but then that. he pulls out, and and it's just hard. <laughs> but Atlanta, we're gonna move right along to Atlanta, Houston. Another game that doesn't make sense. Houston is destroying teams. They destroyed Jacksonville. They destroyed the Steelers. And now they're going to Atlanta, who's fresh off of a trip from Europe. They used to give you a bye. Now they're just like, fuck it, play. And I kind of agree with that. You know. How far is that flight from Atlanta to London? It's like going to Seattle. Especially at Atlanta Airport. That's an old saying in the South. When you die in the South, even if you're going to heaven, you let you have a, you have to connect through Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta Airport bits. Great airport. You can one of the last airports you can smoke in. They have those uh Death chambers of smoke that you go there and you see them up in a glass like a zoo and you just fucking die. I quit smoking years ago. Not not too long ago. <laughs> like six years ago or something. Embarrassingly, pretty recent. But if you walk into that, you walk into one of those smoking rooms like in, in those airports. They have in the Vegas one too, like where the slot machines are, where you suck up. That's like it's like ten years worth of smoke. You meet you cut your lungs come out of there like you're a coal miner in Kentucky. It's disgusting. That's how you know it's an addiction. <laughs> like you're in there, like you just fucking need it. Yeah, 
you get a Bojangles, you go in there. Great Bojangles in Atlanta. Um, anyway, they're returning, but they said no. They fought it. They, they figured out the clocks and when to drink, when to come back. In Atlanta, they wanted to get the hell out of England. Now they're back home, and they're laying a measly one and a half for Houston. Desmond Ritter is awful. C.J. Stroud is great. But I think Taylor Henneke is going to get in there. Taylor Henneke is going to get in there. That's the only thing that will keep him Atlanta back as a quarterback. Um, I think it's just a little bit. I looked up Taylor Henneke, his bio. It just said undeniable spunk. That's coded language, my friend. <laughs> if I do like that, undeniable, undeniable spunk. I want a dick rubbed on me tonight. Boy, this show's getting out of hand, huh? Speaking of, I, I, I just started ripping Aaron Rodgers for his sense of humor, and I'm doing fucking dick jokes. Um, Undeniable Spunk is a good band name. You are correct, sir. <laughs> um, so it doesn't want to make sense. Everyone's like, like in Houston. Houston looks great. Atlanta, not so much. The last two games, I mean, they've looked terrible. They scored barely scored seven. Kyle Pitts is nowhere to be found. They just can't throw the ball. But I think B. John Robinson is such a monster game. Down in Freetnik. I want to take Atlanta to minus one and a half to bomb you. With their undeniable spunk. Now let's talk about underdog fantasy. That's a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. It's just introduced Scorchers. Go five for five and pick them scorchers. Enjoy a spicy 100-time payout from now until October 4th, which was yesterday, uh, which is matching 100% first deposit on up to $500. $100,000 Sundays is this weekend, though. That continues on Underdog Fantasy. Ten lucky players will win 10K each. An underdog spicy play that I like, that they're higher on lowers with chilies next to the name. Um... We'll take lower, lower Justin Fields passing yards. How about that? That's a spicy hot one. When you sign up, use the promo code SGPN. Underdog will double your first deposit to five hundred dollars. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And don't forget DraftKings. Oh, that's next week. I'll talk about that next week. For now, I'm just going to say these words. We're back here on the bottom line bombs with CJ Sullivan, your man in the box. The man in the box. Thank you and welcome back, everyone. I want to finish off the two more bombs and a survivor pick and do a man in the box segment. Thank you for everyone that's watching on YouTube. Make sure you like this fucking video. Why did I curse there? I curse. Out of nowhere. Um, like the video. I don't care if you like this show, what's going on. I, I don't know. I'm kind of halfway in between the show myself right now. I don't really know where I'm going with this, if I like it or not. It's okay. I'll just think about it all weekend until the next show. Um, but hit the thumbs up button either way so I feel like it's a good show. And that's what the algorithms do. Now, let's go on. We've already given you Denver, Jacksonville, Atlanta. Now we're going to move on to a big rivalry game. Pittsburgh and Baltimore. Stillers and Ravens, AFC North. This division is going to go back and forth. The Ravens lost to the Colts, screwed us out in the Survivor. Then they came out and they destroyed Cleveland. Baltimore looks Baltimore looks good and they're kind of underhelped, but they're also kind of banged up. They are getting healthy. Lamar Jackson, if you see him right now on the screen, he looks like the evil gremlin. If you see my thumbnail, 
Someone fed Lamar after midnight. He looks like evil gremlin. <laughs> um, Steelers got destroyed, like I said, versus Houston last week, and now they're getting they're getting four points. Their t- offense, Kenny Pickett looks terrible. Mitch Trubisky might play. It doesn't matter. Trubisky or Pickett plays. They're the same. They're the same bum. But the Steelers at home, they do bounce back. Tomlin does bounce back. Tomlin said there's going to be changes, which is so funny. All Pittsburgh fans want is this offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, out. They complain about Matt Canada nonstop. And it is amazing. Steelers never get rid of coaches. They're there for decades. I know Steelers fans want Mike Tomlin fired. He's never had a losing season. He's been there for fucking like 35 years. Bill Cowers there 58 years. Chuck Knoll, 74 years. That is... <laughs> 190 years of Pittsburgh Steelers excellence. But I mean, seriously, they didn't just never get rid of these coaches. There was a fun little thing this week that Matt Canada had a burner account on Twitter to defend himself from all these criticisms. It might, it might not have been true. Got debunked a little bit, but the reason why is there is a, there is a Twitter account. That's real. This guy called Dan Robbins known as Danny football. If you look up his handle, Danny football, just a Steeler hat, which is hilarious. Danny football doesn't follow anybody. Doesn't tweet, just replies. And all his replies defend Matt Canada. Nobody defends Matt Canada except for the, the Matt Canada family. That has to be him. They did a little online sleuth detectiving. If you click forgot password on new account, it'll pop up suggested emails to send it to. It'll blop it out. And what was like, it was like a work email, Matt dotted out at Steelers.com. But then it turns out that's not what they do. They use the last name. So it's kind of a fake, but it does just because that email's fake. doesn't mean that this is fake. The Matt Canada burner account. It certainly looks like it. I mean, Steeler fans are angry. Let me look at some of these things. He hashtagged fire uh, Todd Haley too. Fire Haley, fire Fitchner. Steeler Nation found a new goat. This is so funny. Someone's like, God damn it, the Steelers offense is so predictable. He replied back, every offense is predictable. Comes to the players, come over that. We know Mahomes is throwing to Kelsey and Vikings are going to Jefferson, but they have good players. We don't have good players. He's always talking shit about his own team. When dads try to make burner accounts, bad things happen. They never know how to cover their tracks. They know about two things, and then that's it. They're easily detected. Guys in general, let alone dads and boomers, we're not good at that shit. That's why I, I don't understand why they don't put women on every fucking murder case. They will find, they, you give a woman your cell phone for 10 seconds. She'll have your family lineage. She'll know every goddamn girl you message. I mean, they are, they're amazing. They're Nancy Brews running around. They can fucking pick you apart. They can crack any case. It's pretty easy to find to follow the uh, burner accounts, whatever. When they, when anyone does an anonymous count, because usually the first people they follow are themselves. And you can just go down there or go around association. And I guess that's what happened with uh, Matt Canada. But anyway... It's a brawl. It's a rivalry game. You got Pittsburgh at home getting four. Baltimore's not the team that would blow them out. This game is always a field goal. It just always is. No matter what happens, 
it's going to be a two or three point game. So we're going to take plus four in our burner account. Yinzers, Steelers, the bounce back. Kind of gross, Pittsburgh. I was going to think of a tragedy to throw that song on there, but I won't. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> think, think of a tragedy. That reminds me of when I, when I, when I talked shit about the Vegas hockey fans for not being longtime hockey fans, they didn't suffer enough. It's just, as a joke on a man in a box segment and some Vegas going, they defended themselves by saying we had a mass shooting, very out of touch. Yeah. You had a, everyone had a mass shooting. Pittsburgh just said that guy shot up to synagogue. That's what I was going to say. He got sentenced to life in jail. <laughs> Same with the New York subway shooter who let out smoke bombs and killed 10 people on a train. He got life in jail today. <laughs> Black guy. Rare, rare do you see that? You don't see your white skilled player in the NFL. And you don't see your black serial killer. Not often. Just not often. So good to see them diversify. I'm glad I'm glad they're getting those jobs as well. Anyway. Um, all right, let's move on. So that is so far. We got Pittsburgh, Atlanta, Jacksonville, Denver. Now let's move on to the last game. New England versus New Orleans. Now these are not the best games to watch. Everyone's going to be watching Dallas, San Francisco Sunday night. Eagles at the Rams, which the man in the box will be at, at SoFi. Um, but these are the ones we're taking for the contest. Patriots versus New Orleans, it's a pick em. No one's favored, no one's underdog, just the way it should be. I love when Vegas goes, I don't know, figure it out. Who fucking knows who's going to win this game? Mac Jones looks awful. Derek Carr played last week for some reason. How bad is Jameis Winston with their cars, like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I know I'm not healthy. I have one arm, but it's better than watching James Winston do whatever the hell he, whatever the hell he's doing out there. I can't believe Winston's that. Put Winston out there. What a slap in the face. And they have a switchblade tight end. Anyway, they're talking about Bill Belichick being gone because they got crushed by Dallas last week. How are you going to fire Bill Belichick? Bill Belichick went to his old tricks again, trading for uh, Charger safety, J.C. Jackson, because they had some injuries. Belichick's the only guy who trades, I think, in the NFL. NBA has fun trades. NFL never trades, except for Belichick. Belichick loves trading players. Good for him for that. But Robert Kraft, there's rumors that Robert Kraft wants to get rid of Belichick, but it's impossible. How are you going to do it? I can't imagine what they have on each other, too. I mean, they've been he's been there, what, 20 years? You think that massage place in Florida was the only time Robert Kraft got caught up in a situation? Belichick knows it all. Belichick has video evidence of everything. You're not firing Bill Belichick. Plus, he's the greatest coach of all time. Besides that. So there's all these injuries on defense. He loves it though. He loves though. He loves when there's injuries to players. And then he can put it in a wide receiver or a soccer player. Yeah, I found this fucking kangaroo down in Australia. We're gonna play him at defensive end. What the hell are you doing, Belichick? 
People love talking shit about Belichick. They're like, ah, you needed Brady, and that's it. Which, I mean, it's fair enough. But he did go 11-5 with Matt Castle. And he had an injured Cam Newton. So, I mean, he's had bad quarterbacks since Brady left. And then they traded Garoppolo. That's the thing. Kraft didn't want to offend Brady, so he trades Garoppolo. And now Belichick's got fucking Mac Jones. Mac Jones is not good. Oh, that's not all his fault. But that's that's no help. I like when people say that. There's always articles. It's not all his fault. He's very good at you know, making decisions and short passes. Great. Well, who do I blame? I'm going to blame the personnel and the three tight end situation. No. I'm going to blame fucking Mac Jones, the quarterback. Because you told us that the quarterback's the most important position out there and you need one to win. Then, yes, it is his fault. That's your that's what your thing that you created. I know it takes 50, and that's why Belichick loves it. Belichick loves these situations. We're counting them out. They're even talking about firing them. Let's just go with it. I'm sick of talking about this game. New England Patriots, pick them, bomb it. So to recap it, New England Patriots, pick Pittsburgh plus four, Atlanta minus one and a half, Jacksonville plus five, Denver minus two, bomb all five. All right, let me turn my piece of paper around on my clipboard for everyone watching. The clipboard goes to side B. Like I said, your man in the box is going to the uh, Eagles-Rams game this weekend with uh, Kaz, the sister, will be in the end zone. Um, we will not be taking them on a survivor, though. They've got a tough game in L.A. Who knows what that's going to be. Survivor. There's only two choices you have for survivor. I'll give out both. Miami over the Giants. And Detroit over Carolina. Uh, Miami will destroy the Giants. <laughs> I didn't take them as a bottom line's eleven and a half because I just don't. Do, I don't like doing doing double digit favorites like that. But I can definitely see looking back like, why didn't I take Miami? It's gonna be they're gonna fucking. I mean, they are going to boat race these goddamn Giants. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. Yeah. I gave Uncle Kevin a call. I bought them Giants, <laughs> baby. Huh? You bet your ass. That's Uncle Kevin, of course. Giant fan number one. I gave him a call mid-game after the 99-yard interception return. <laughs> we did. Oh, we forgot, forgot. I hit Daniel Jones' interception prop. Um, unbelievable. I love devastating plays like that. So funny. And then that stupid lineman for the Giants saying, make it angry at Giants fans for booing. What the well then fucking block somebody, asshole. Don't tell New Yorkers not to boo. That's what we do. That's what New Yorkers do. I bought them Giants, baby. Huh? You bet your ass. I should clarify, I misspoke there. I'm not a New Yorker. I just am loud and obnoxious like one. Anyway, um, so, yeah, so Dolphins at home off the loss of Buffalo. They should handle the New York Giants. You should feel pretty good about that fucking bomb. Evan Neal, correct, is the lineman. That's the thing. Like, at least have, uh, you know, a play. I was going to try to mention some player that's doing good. Saquon, anyway, you know he's hurt. But Evan Neal, you're the problem, Evan Neal. Your O-line is the problem. You're awful. Jones got sacked like 11 times. It was almost a record.
he quickly apologized because he realized, whoops, I made a mistake. I was frustrated, right, New Yorkers? You guys, you guys get that? <laughs> no, you don't? You're going to hate me forever? This is the only thing I'm going to be remembered for? Great. Okay. Well, it was, it was a fun run, New York. Uh, the other one is Detroit of Carolina. Detroit is a favorite. It's not always great, but Carolina is so bad. They, they with Bryce Young, a quarterback. I mean, just, there's not, there's no way they're going to go out in Detroit. But who knows? But anyway, I go Miami, Carolina as your one, two. All right. <laughs> um, Devin Neal, I know. All right, let's get into the box. Thank you again, everyone who is commenting and here live and listening. Make sure you subscribe to the Bottom Line Bombs on the Sports Game Podcast Network, on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere it is, and the YouTube. Make the YouTube, we got to need the subscribers and all that. I don't know how this all works. Get five-star reviews. Next week, I'll give out the free Man in the Box t-shirt for the best review that came from September. Um, but yeah, now we are in the box. Like I said, I talked a little bit about birthdays earlier because it was yesterday. And Captain Santa wish me happy birthday. Thank you very much. Don't need that kind of talk. I had a good day. Like I said, I did the um, prime rib there at Lowry's. I golfed earlier at Rancho Park. That's what I was mentioning. Got around in a Rancho Park. It's a course near Beverly Hills. It's a public course, municipal course, so it's cheap. It used to have the LA Country Club. It's very packed. There's a there's a plaque there on the 18th hole where where Arnold Palmer shot a 12 in the LA Open. There's a whole plaque dedicated to it, and it's supposed to make you feel good. Like, see, you're, you're even Arnold Palmer can shoot a 12. You're just like Arnold Palmer. Yep, I'm just like Arnold Palmer, shooting a 12 on number 18. I also didn't go on to win the LA Open and become one of the greatest golfers ever and have a fucking drink named after me. But yeah, other than that, I'm just like Arnold Palmer. It's a weird course. I got paired up. There's a decent group, whatever. I didn't like this one guy. Then he was on this plaque. I'm like, oh, maybe I do like him. You're rich. There are rich. It's in Cheviot Hills. So there's rich, but it's also public to municipal because it's only like 35 bucks for a round. Tough course. But it's definitely city, L.A. City golf, which is I'm pretty strict to. Quick story: uh, there was a guy, the guy start the starter, whatever where you check in. It was like it's like in this little mini Winnebago thing, you know. The god of systems that they're always, they're always having a problem with the system, the computer. It's like a switch off and on. The systems down. I rebooted the systems. It was slow. It didn't work out. Anyway, so I'm checking in. And he's talking. You hear a guy, and you hear him like kind of grab assing with a coworker who's out of sight in this Winnebago. And he goes, "Hey, you want some ramen?" To him, "Do you want some ramen? I got it in my pocket." <laughs> and they're like, "That's how they're joking around." I don't know what that joke was, but the guy I checked in with looks at me in the eye and goes, <laughs> "Asians, they're weird." He goes, "Asians are weird." That's what he said. Asians are weird. He says that to me. I'm like, "Uh huh." And then, um. I wasn't really paying attention, but then he realized he probably should not have said that to another person in public, especially a stranger and a customer, <laughs> which, so I kind of got a kick out of that. Then he goes, Oh man, you know what? A <laughs> lot of inside jokes around here. A lot of inside jokes. And I was like, what? Yeah, no, no, I, I got that joke. You didn't, that's not inside at all. I, I, I understand what you meant by that. Pretty universal, those words you just said. Nothing inside about that. 
inside your office, man. You mean keep this inside? Don't go outside with this? Don't go outside this conversation with that joke or you'll get fired? Is that what you mean by inside? And I just go, uh-huh. And then he's like, uh, I say that, and then he's like, some of those Asians are my best friends, actually. He, he pulled that line out. And then a guy next to him goes, your best friends? I'd like to see that. He goes, see? See? Ha-ha, <laughs> what I tell you? And I stopped him. I was like, listen, buddy, it's okay. All right? Relax. I don't care what you said. Not because uh, I'm racist and I prove of it, but I just don't care. I think you, if you want to joke at work with your work co- coworkers to get move the day along, I'm all for that. You know, I didn't war- I didn't like tell them. Oh, I see you, you. I see what you're doing. You're apologizing because you think I care. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't care, but not for those. Not for righteous reasons. I think it's fine. Yeah, make your stupid jokes. Yeah, I, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not an ally in that department. I'm fine with raising jokes. Although they say people, you should stand up. No, I'm not doing that. You ever see those videos like that Uber driver kicking someone out for saying something? I'll never fucking do it. Are you crazy? Why? Move along with the day. Get your business. Kick out money for that. Who are you proving this to? Anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. The inside Joker. Um. I was going to talk about McAfee, but I already got too fired up about that. It's just weird how Matt, Pat McAfee, and I get it. He's not even as he's defending ESPN. This is the story where they're going after Lee Corso, the Washington State coach. So he's defending Corso, but just weird things. I don't know. I don't even want to go off on it. He told Washington State fans to go fuck themselves. Washington State and Oregon State, these two poor teams are left behind the Pac-2. No one wants them. It's true. And it's because of ESPN and Fox, Fox mainly. But ESPN, these TV, they, it was TV deals for these conferences. So these teams left. So it was a botched TV negotiation that they spearheaded. So Washington State, of course, are salty about it and they're defensive. Then Pat McAfee's like, fuck you. Get over it. He's just telling a fuck. He's just stepping on a grave. What a piece of shit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He goes, we give you so much promotion with the flag. There's a flag on game day. We give you so much promotion. First of all, that's a guy who brings the flag there. You can't stop him. It's not like you're doing a, a segment on him. You're doing, you, did, you, you end up doing a segment on him because he, he makes the effort. Anyway. Corporate McAfee, you would have thought, man. I thought Cuzzo never would have sold out. It's exhausting seeing him stand up for that show all the time. I get it, but still. All right, let me get out of the box. No, I'm going to get out of the box. Uh, the birthday thing. I'll wrap up the whole birthday thing. I told you my policy. I think we should give gifts to everyone else. That's the thing in Los Angeles. I try not to do a thing. We did a good, fun dinner. You do a dinner. So it, you need excuse... I, I'm like, all right, I'll do the dinner. I used to be like, I don't want to do anything for birthday, but I'm like, I'll do a dinner because when as we get older, we just need excuses to go out and see each other, and we based on someone's birthday, whatever, funeral, doesn't matter. Wait, just give me a reason to go out so I can tell the family I got to go at CJ's birthday. Oh, you know how mad he'll be. What? He won't even know. Next birthday, you got to do it. So it's for other people. Like, we need this. We just need to get out of the goddamn house and away from our families for two hours. 
Although Los Angeles is a different beast. That's one thing they don't tell you when you move to Los Angeles is how much you're going to have to act like you care about other adults' birthdays. Adults. Lane Elliott coming in late. What's up, my guy? What are you bombing on Thursday night football tonight? Lane Elliott. That was top of the show. But I'll give a recap just for you because I love my live listeners. As soon as I finished my birthday speech. <laughs> I was going to say, when you move to LA, you can't believe how crazy adults are for their birthday because you because they're, uh, as Sean Flannery says, childless cowards out here. And it's weird. They have adult birthday parties. They have themes at the bars. You're like, what the fuck's going on? How old are you? 42? All right. Yeah, my therapist said this would be good for me. Um, I couldn't even get the free. I wanted to get the free. I was going to get the free Denny's birthday breakfast because I'm like, that's a pretty sad photo. That'd be hilarious. They don't even give you the grand slam anymore. They give you like the, the value slam, it's called. And you can't even get, and that's such a myth, the free birthday shit now. I mean, yeah, you can get them, but you have to sign up like anything. You got to get their app. You got to be a member. I couldn't even get to start. You can't just show your ID. Walter White style and put the bacon in the fucking, uh, you know, number of age on your pancakes. You got to have an app. You got to be a member. Starbucks, forget about it. Although I did do the sp the, the spiced pumpkin latte. I never had one. And I remember how addicting it is. I'm like, well, the birthday, I'll, I'll splurge a little bit, you know, have a sugar drink. Holy God. I drank half it. That is fucking crack. It was good. I see why people get those things all the time, but oh my God, that should be illegal, these things. It's caffeine and sugar like that. How's the government not stepping in with these sugar drinks? With fuck, You want to outlaw sodas, de Blasio? <laughs> this is a terrible taxi cab of a fucking podcast. I'm an old 80s cab driver. You want to get, get rid of big gulps, de Blasio? How about these fucking pumpkin lattes? The eggs over my hammy. I know. I couldn't get it. So I, I didn't have time. I actually was going to do it. Get an account. Be a Denny's member. Fucking regular. Um, adult birthday people are weird as fuck. You're correct. Steve Landsberg. There are a lot out here in LA. That's what happens when you get childless. Um, it's just... I don't know what to say. Like, do I get a gift? Am I getting you a gift? Although I do have scratch tickets. Someone, did, Eric Acosta, who's out here in the in the comments a lot, did give me scratch tickets, which I haven't scratched off yet. I can't wait to uh, can't wait to do that. I'm gonna do that after the show during the Thursday night football game, and I'll be here. By the way, I'll be here for the props, the prop show, Sean and uh, Kramer's prop show after the game. Yep. Stop with the happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate all the happy birthdays. That was my whole point. I took it off Facebook so people wouldn't know. And then uh, once it gets out, it gets out. It's on Instagram. But I do appreciate everything. October baby. Lane Ailey, I told you. It's early O days. October is the October is the only serious month to have a birthday. I don't trick anyone serious whose birthday is not in October. October's got everything you need. Including baseball playoffs. Fighting Phils versus the Braves would be a good series. Um, Baltimore. If I gave one a bomb for that, Baltimore-Houston. Minus 110 is a really weird price. I like Baltimore Orioles to bomb them on that. All right. Let me get out of this. Uh, let me get out of the box. That's the man in the box. 
your RC Landsberg. Man in the box. That's good. I will re- All right, a re- quick recap for you guys who did come in late. Thursday night football, the play tonight is over team total Washington 25 and a half and Curtis Samuel over two and a half receptions. Those are my two plays. Team total over Washington 25 and a half. Curtis Samuel over two and a half receptions. Those are two big bombs. Bears, absolutely horrendous defense. Entire secondary is out. And I just can't trust them to score over. And for the actual contest bombs, we have New England pick them. Uh, Atlanta minus one and a half. I forget already. Jacksonville plus five. Who else did I have? Denver minus two. And Pittsburgh plus four. And we have Miami and the Survivor. And that's pretty much it. And then uh, inside jokes about Asians being weird. That was also covered on this show. That's going to do it. Um, anyway, thanks everyone who was in here live in the YouTube and the chat room and subscribe and all that. Uh, follow me on Instagram. CJ Sullivan was taken, not like Liam Neeson, but you know the word CJ Sullivan was taken. So I just use that. Or at Twitter, known as X now, at CJ Sullivan underscore. If you're in the Los Angeles area, I will be at the Improv in Hollywood Saturday night, 830, doing a show at the world famous uh, Improv. Good bar there, too. I might watch the USC Good if you want to hang out afterwards. Um, all right. That's it. Let's, uh, let's do a theme song. I'm gonna do that again. That was I was supposed to end it better, but I couldn't I couldn't get my uh, mouse off the screensaver. So you're you're getting a double theme song this time with video. Ooh.